This is the Pack and Go podcast. My name is Ava, and I'm going to personally guide you through my beautiful country of Poland and share with you all there is to know about the rich Slavic culture. Episode two, when you first arrive. So you've pulled out your dusty passport, and now you're ready to book that flight to Poland. Yay! First of all, I'm very honored that you've decided to visit, and I'm very excited for you. You're going to have a blast. All right, let's get to the important stuff. I genuinely want to help you, and I wish that this advice was given to me when I first arrived. If you're flying from overseas, you will most likely land in Warsaw, the country's capital, at Chopin Airport. And the first thing I recommend doing is buying yourself a SIM card. I know, super exciting. But this is important, especially if you plan to stay long term. For obvious reasons, you're going to need a phone number, whether it's for job interviews, calling a cab, emergencies, calling a friend. I mean, it's not like we really call friends these days, but just get that phone number. It'll make your life easier. You can buy a SIM in many different places, for example, city kiosks, supermarkets, or providing branches. Which brings me to the different options of SIM cards. In the United States, we have Verizon, AT&T. Here in Australia, we have Telstra, Vodafone. And in Poland, they have Play, Orange, T-Mobile. I personally recommend going with Orange or Play as they are the most popular and they do offer good network coverage throughout the country. Once you buy your SIM card, this is where it gets a little bit annoying, but what you're going to have to do is you're going to register your card (laughs) using your passport or national ID. So we had to do this since 2016. This is because Poland passed their Anti-Terrorism Act. It's a pain, but it's just something that you'll have to do if you want a phone number. Of course, if you're visiting for a short period of time, the Wi-Fi will work just fine. It's standard for many cafes to have free internet. The city Wi-Fi isn't too bad, and assuming your accommodation will have it as well. Once you get situated with your SIM, I will also suggest that you buy yourself a ticket so that you can commute around the city. You know, actually, I feel like that is the first thing you should do. Of course, that's something that you plan to do. And just like with the SIM card, you'll be able to buy a ticket for public transport just about anywhere. You'll find that there's ticket booths all over the stations. The machines accept cash, most coins, and there's also a tap-and-go option. And the ticket prices vary depending on the type of ticket you're planning to buy. So, for example, if I was in Warsaw for a full day, knowing that I'd be sightseeing and visiting different places, I would just buy myself a 24-hour ticket for around 5 USD. It's an absolute bargain. A standard one-trip ticket is about 1 USD, and it's good for 75 minutes after it's been validated. This is if you're traveling in Zone 1, meaning within the city boundary. There's also something that's called Zone 2, which is the suburbs in Warsaw. So if you want to visit the outskirts, that's an option as well, or you can buy both tickets for both of those zones. It's it's like a two-in-one deal. 
They have quite a few options and discounts, especially for students, pensioners, groups of children, not just groups of children, children and groups of people. Going back to validating your ticket, make sure you do that because the control does often hop on and check to see if you have one. Or if you did, in fact, validate your ticket, it's best if you want to avoid that hefty fine. So listen here, because this is important if you're traveling to the city from Chopin Airport. Before you throw your money at a cab or an Uber, please consider the many bus options that are available. There are buses that run regularly. I highly recommend taking the one 75 bus and the N32 from the airport, you'll find that the bus stop is right outside the arrival gate. So the 175 bus, it actually runs from four in the morning until almost 11 o'clock at night. And then the night bus will start running from 11 until early morning. So we have 24 hour transportation. What if Warsaw isn't your final city and you're thinking of catching a train but realize that you have five hours to kill until it arrives and there you are with a bunch of luggage feeling a little hopeless? Well, you'll be happy to know that there is a locker luggage storage in one of the shopping centers. The shopping center is called Zwolta Tarase. It's on the ground floor that connects to the central train station. It definitely helps if you have coins, so that's the only downside. But once you figure that out, what you do is you pay by locker size. I remember paying, I believe it was $5 for a medium-sized locker, which held my 20-pound bag. And because of this, I was able to freely roam around the city until it was time for me to get on the train. So if you have quite a bit of time, this is the best option. It's a small investment, but total freedom onwards. Little side note, don't lose your key or you're quite screwed. All right, let me just switch gear for a sec and chat about the different options that you have when taking the trains. Poland is very well connected and I highly encourage you to take the Polish rail. The best place for you to get your ticket is pkp.pl or simply buying your ticket at the station. My recommendation though would be to do it online in case they sell out. The price for traveling from one major city to another depends on how many kilometers you cover. So for example, Warsaw to Wrocław, it's just under 500 kilometers and the tickets I remember were $16 one way. There's also an option to travel first class And it's just a little bit extra. But to be honest, I never found it to be that much better. You're just provided with a little workstation. It definitely depends on your priorities. I find that traveling by train from Polish cities is the quickest and most convenient way to get around. So give it a go and let me know what you think. So to wrap it up, the best way to find your way around is to get lost. I mean, don't get lost. But if you do, don't panic. You'll be able to navigate your way back. I hope this episode was enlightening and maybe a little helpful for your first few hours in the capital city. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch up with you soon.